0: Next, it goes to Blackmore.
1: All right, uh, so Montague is basically coming out of his super speed. Yeah. Uh, I literally just dismissed the guy that punched me. Like, yeah. I, I just straight up go, like, out of my way. Yeah. Uh, and I'm basically going to run up. I'm uh-huh. going to take the ice pick, and yeah. I'm going to try and stake
0: Montague. Okay, uh, roll me an attack roll, please. Stake on... Uh, That is a seventeen to go. Okay. Okay. Uh, Make me a um seventeen total. Uh. Yes. Okay. So yeah, you bring up the stake, run towards him, and just inches before it goes through his chest, he vanishes. Yeah. And and it just cleaves through empty air. Mm. Yeah. You. I should have seen that coming. (laughs) Just so you know, he has a defense of eighteen. so close. So close. Exactly. And then after you, it goes to Tony once again. All right, well, uh, do I see where he reappears? Um, yes, he, close to you, actually, he's, yeah, reappears over there now. Oh, man, this is that fucking
1: scene at the end of Riddick where it's like, oh, in one hand, he's going to get stabbed, and then he, like, teleports, and then the other one's, oh, you're going to get your head cleaved in. Oh, dodge again. Oh, look out, it's Quincy with the garlic fire extinguisher. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: I'm actually going to pull the file and try and, like, lower his... His toughness. Sure, go ahead. Okay. Just start scraping
0: at him. That's a natural twenty. Ooh, Holy nice, shit. Nice. So what is the like does this deal damage or this does this just go through his toughness? Uh so what this does
2: is I reduce his toughness by seven.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Uh,
2: but he does get a save on that, but you might—I don't know what you want criticals to do. If maybe he rolled a
0: disadvantage. That sounds fair. Disadvantage uh, sounds great.
1: He was so, so busy trying to like dodge
0: the hammer that he doesn't see the file come out of the other thing and like scrape magically scrape okay, off. Okay, and it. what is this? What is the DC for the save? Seventeen. Okay, yeah, he fails that. So um, I'm gonna say he's so absorbed in the fight and so just driven mad with bloodlust that he lets his guard down for a moment. He spins, turns you, and you are standing above him with a file ready to strike, and you bring it down Shredding the expensive clothes that he has on, like a lot of frills, a lot of lace, and stuff like that. Are you gonna see a vampire dick? I don't wanna see a vampire dick. (laughs) The only way to make this less pleasant. (laughs) The, The top half, not the bottom half, don't worry. Oh, thank god, he still has pants. So, yeah, basically exposing his chest, and yeah, you can see that, um, yeah, basically as a result of, um, Adam's attack, there is a deep purpling bruise on, like, the left side of his chest. But yeah, basically, he clutches at his garments and, oh, you'll pay for that one, I make no mistake! And then, after you, it then goes to Quincy again. Okay. So now that I have fulfilled my plan, <laughs> uh, now my plan
2: is complete. Um, I'm gonna actually move in and do something useful. Okay. Um, and uh, start punching. Okay. Um, okay. So first, first things first. Yes. These uh, guys all clearly seem to be doing pretty well.
0: Uh huh. Um, how are the? Is there any way I can help out the Normies? The Strike Force? Yes. yes. You can get in there and start punching some thralls. Okay. Um, are they like a? Are they like a ma? Are they like a mass? I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Um, Based on your damage roll, the higher you do The more thralls that you can punch out basically Okay, so yes, I will stumble over to
2: them mm. um, And with my oh, Garlic-covered arm yep.
1: <laughs> I will begin beating on them mm. You're gonna smell like that for weeks <laughs> Roll yep. me an attack roll The DC
2: is very low, don't worry <laughs> um, Seven?
0: Uh, Nineteen Okay, um, alright, now roll me a damage roll please. Um, I have it at rank 7, I so think. So that's 5d6. Yes. Uh,
2: that is 10, 14, and, uh, 15. 15, and uh, paralysis. So they have to make a save. 10.
0: Okay, um, I'm gonna say that you begin just, you know, doing the Quincy walk over to them just one footstep at a time. They see you and, um... Hands yeah. begin to vibrate. Uh-huh. Embrace so... tranquility. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them. How dare you spray us, you commoner! And so with that, he charges you, uh, getting ready to punch as his fangs are fully extended. But yeah, you punch him directly in the face at the same time that he makes contact with a particularly um yeah lubricated section of ground, mm-hmm. and so he goes flying ass over tea kettle uh, in a full flip before he crashes down. At yeah, the Yeah, it's, like, it's like facial palm strike. Yeah, and then anyone that I knock out is gonna like
2: pull out like a full garlic and just like stuff it in the mouth. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> With one so, fluid movement.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, walk up, punch guy, garlic, go. Yeah. Run right up, punch guy, garlic, in my pockets <laughs> are full. Yeah, there's another
0: one that comes at you, you dodge under him and deliver a haymaker right to the jaw, then another one comes at you, two strikes to the solar plexus, then one to the face, so yeah, you take out three thralls. One way. of them,
1: you just straight up put the garlic in like the palm of your hand, and as yeah. you're charging at you just shove it into their mouth, and uh-huh. it's just such a stun that they fall over.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, um, and yeah, so you help them out with that, and then back to the thralls, like, most of them have been thinned out by the SWAT team at this point, and it's at exactly at this moment that the doors burst open again, and more SWAT team members come in. oh Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so more of them are bursting in, and they are surrounding these guys, like, it is looking... Re- pretty bad for all of the thralls. Like, you're thinking that in one or two rounds, like, most of them will be taken care of. Okay, so then our
2: focus needs to be to Gia. Yeah. Because he's the only one these guys can't deal with. And
0: back to the top, let's go to Adam. <clears throat> okay.
2: okay, I'll come help you guys out, then, if this... Yeah.
0: The
1: main thing, because we know that if I can stake a vampire, it will paralyze them permanently. Yeah. So if we can find some way to like lower his like dodge or just like incapacitate him for a bit.
3: Yeah. Then like we with can just
2: paralyzing punch. Yeah. Or, okay.
3: you know, a web shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> or my puppeteer ability. Oh, oh yeah. shit, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, I forgot you can control people's
2: bodies. Yeah. But he probably has like super powerful will though, right? Yeah,
3: that's I've been reluctant to use it. Mm-hmm. Um mm. You would need to make a DC seventeen will save. Ooh. Mm. I mean might as well try it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he could. He could biff.
2: Yeah. I mean, he failed a DC 17 to save to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. make him. Open oh, his, that was that disadvantage. Make him open yeah. his mouth to see how much garlic I can cram in in one round.
3: <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Adam's a sunlight been... like grenade. <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> Adam's been beat up a little bit, and he, especially after that last. Uh, Whirlygig. <laughs> yeah, he's a little reluctant to get too close to Montague, especially uh-huh. with, like letting his guard down like he's been doing. So instead. Um, he's going to try and focus on Montague and channel his uh, Dubok powers. Yeah. Um, And taking a deep breath, he's going to unleash his puppeteer ability. Yeah, you thrust both of your hands out towards him, Mm -hmm. and he
0: needs to roll a DC 17 will save? He sure does. Okay. All right, so, yeah, I'm going to say that he freezes in place, his entire body going rigid, and you just continue concentrating because this is without question the strongest thing you've ever had to use your powers on before. Like, both of you, your bodies are straining and as for him, you can see veins popping out like uh, dozens, then hundreds of tiny veins and arteries bulging on his neck in a grotesque fashion as his entire body is straining to break free, but you have him locked in place. My god, he has twice the the amount of arteries of a normal man! (laughs) (laughs) it has got that vascularity. Like, <laughs> everything else about his face is kind of fucked up, but that vascularity, though. And now it's going to go to him, and he's going to try to roll again to break free. <sighs> yeah. He stole somebody else's circular. Okay, so with that, he um, <laughs> <you laughs> finally strains, and then you uh, find yourself almost jerked forward. That's never happened before. Then finally, um, he explodes up, and you immediately release your power. Otherwise, uh, you would have been dragged along, at almost supersonic speeds. Okay. So, yeah, then he disappears and begins, yeah. Worth you can see um, things mm-hmm. impacting the walls of the room as if he's just moving around uh, faster than the eye can follow. Mm-hmm. Um, does your power does it allow him to do the check at the end of his turn or the beginning of his turn? No idea.
3: Uh, um, It'll be at the beginning. Beginning. Beginning.
0: So So then he gets his turn back. Yeah, He does get his turn back. Okay. Okay. So with that, um, you can see him just building up speed and suddenly you look down at where the um, SWAT team has just entered and suddenly there is a horrific rending sound as if like metal being ripped apart and suddenly the breastplate of one of the SWAT team members is just completely rent asunder. Then another one, um, yeah, basically is thrown backwards as if into a table. Another one, um, yeah. Suddenly, there's a cracking noise, and their arm is nearly wrenched out of its socket as it's bent at an unnatural angle. And like one by one, like a but like maybe a dozen of them are just no. psh, 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 no. like suffer one injury after another. And the last one, there is a horrific crack, like a rock being dropped onto a sheet of ice, and his head is turned around a complete 180 degrees yes. as he collapses to the ground. And then Montague, um, yeah, just reappears. um almost sort of panting, but yeah, his hands are now drenched in blood. Gross. Can't yeah. let him lick his hands. Yeah. Mm. Gotta fuck Experiment him up. with garlic. <laughs> and then it goes to Thelestra, and she's gonna try to use webbing against this guy once again,
3: mm-hmm.
0: or against Montague himself. So, um, yeah, he suddenly blurs, and psh, uh, webbing has, yeah, it is now plastered against the wall, so that was ineffective, unfortunately. Mm. Then Blackmore, it's your turn.
1: Alright, uh, hmm. uh... No, I don't have flame breath. Because mm. I was going to say, it's like, it can't matter about that. Mm. So I guess the only thing I really can do is try and figure out where he's going to, like, land next. Yeah.
0: And then attempt to give him mistake stake again. Right. So yeah. Um, Roll me, yeah, just uh, make me a melee attack check. <sighs> I
1: wish there was something that I had that might be able to help, but mm. I don't think I do. Not unless... Um, my help, not unless... Because at this point, I think the Hell's Pursuit, like, tracks, but I don't think I'm fast enough to keep up with him. Mm. Alright, so yeah, I'm basically going to try and, like, figure out where he's going to be next, mm-hmm. and then run out and try and stake him again. Sure, go ahead. Oh, that Woo!
0: is a 22, baby! 22. 22, that'll hit. Roll me some, de- uh, yeah, roll me a melee a check- attack check. That's a must. Spicy Um
1: Would this be a special effect? Because I'm not trying to, like, hurt him, I'm trying to, like... Like use the ice pick as a
0: stake and get into his heart. You're stabbing him with an ice pick. Roll me some damage. Yeah. What's the the amount? Oh, okay. Um, the amount for your normal melee attack. Roll.
2: Okay. Uh... I think this just probably bypasses his armor. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, so what would that be if it's basic melee? What armor? Tony took care
2: of that. Oh yeah. Wait. Um, did you... Yeah, see. he used the file. Wait. Oh yeah, he lost seven armor. I forgot. Yeah. I was like, how much? Didn't you? I forgot. I thought it was a set amount. But... Okay.
1: Uh, so what would be the? Well, yeah Oh, Hmm. really? The thing for, like, your base melee attack. Because I've never done this before.
0: Um, I've always used Ray Touch. What is your strength score right now?
1: My strength is only one, but I have uh, Hyper Strength. So I think that gives me plus four per rank. Is it? Uh, Let me figure out the bucket. uh, How many points do you have invested in it? I have uh, four.
0: So I believe your strength is... What was your strength before that? You said 12? Yes. Okay, so basically you have Effective Strength 16. Okay. So you're rolling 2d6. Okay. Um, actually make that 3d6 because you're using the Ice Pick as well. All right. You're using that Uh That is 12 damage altogether. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to say that um, you just look around. Nope, just sort of waiting. And as he reappears, bouncing straight at you in the hair split second before he's able to land a hit... You grab him with one hand by the throat and skewer forwards with the ice pick. And he's going to roll a fortitude check to see if he can resist being staked in the heart. Okay, <laughs> His heart, like, dodges. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm going to say that you impale him in the chest. Ooh. And as if by a hair, you miss him. But nevertheless, you deal a full... Twelve points of damage to him as a result of that attack.
2: Oh, mm. so now um, the heart p- beats and like gets smaller.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you can see blood, like this black blood, ebbing out around the hilt of the ice pick as it is jammed directly to the handle in his chest, and he uh just growls at you. Um, more veins bulging around his eye sockets as he's staring at you with pure rage and. Um, just sheer adrenaline from the fight, and he just crawls, MISTAKE! And so, after that, then it's going to go to... I think. Tony!
2: Okay.
1: Tony, Tony, Tony.
0: I mean,
2: I guess I'm just gonna swing my hammer. Okay, so you're gonna go from the other side, then. So... Um, oh, no, I'm to stay through... Push the stake all the way through
0: the other side. Okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs>
2: stick your hand and try to grab it. Yeah. So so, you and have, over
0: over this one. Do you have a
1: stake yourself? No, I'm... His, the stake was... Mm. Yeah.
0: yeah, well, I'm did, assuming.
2: wait did the ice
1: pick go all the way so through. So I'm imagining what it, it is, is that it was the, too shallow, because mm. ice picks are sharp, but they're not bone-through sharp. Yeah, yeah. So I'd imagine that it's just very, like, it's shallow more. Yeah, or less. yeah okay. So I'm
2: aiming for the handle <laughs> of <laughs> the ice pick with my giant hammer. Okay,
1: yeah. Hammer, Feet nail... <laughs> Wait, 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 let me get my hand in the
0: way that...
2: (laughs) Ah, no, I miss. Only 14.
0: Okay, um... Yeah, so I'm gonna say that as if in retaliation, he brings his hand up in a blur of speed aiming directly for Blackmore's throat, but then suddenly a hammer passes through the space where he would be, and he sort of turns his head and immediately has to divert the, the attack. You can feel something whistle by your throat, Blackmore, as he's pushed to one side, or as he pushes himself to one side and, yeah, the hammer cleaves through the space where he once was. Tony whirling around as if to look for him. And then, after that, it goes Sex. to... Sex! Yeah, it goes to Quincy again. Okay. All right, Quincy, nobody expects the old man! <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna move in
2: on mm. uh, Montague then. Yeah. Um, okay. Vibrating slowly across the floor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sliding across the floor. Skate, skating, you might say. <laughs> on a sea of moist uh, garlic. <laughs> um all right uh yeah
0: like moose.
2: hey John where where's your anvil I mean it's on top
0: of it's the it's still pinning Leopold to the ground
2: like do we need it to
1: stay there I am just wondering no uh,
2: how heavy is it?
1: It's an anvil. It's an anvil. So like just, just a normal weight of an anvil, like fifty. Like if it's a if it's a full blacksmith one, you're probably looking at like north of fifty pounds at least. Just yeah, standard f- anvil. With your abilities, <laughs> yeah, you know that okay. n- yeah. weight everybody knows. Anvil. You okay, so up. so yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna
2: I, casually as I'm coming by, pick up the anvil. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna slide over. Yep. I'm gonna just like
3: <laughs> let go on top of it.
2: On top of um, so. So you how like where are the body's positioned here? Like, can I physically drop an anvil on him from where I am? You can <laughs> even no. just um, like
3: underhand lob it at <laughs> him. Yeah.
1: no, like just do it like fucking toad style. You carry it over your head, you slide over because you got shitty grip, and then you just whoop. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, Montague has resumed uh, that thing where he's rocketing around the room faster oh, than the anvil. Oh, I thought follow. that, I thought that, like, like Blackmore was,
2: like,
1: holding him. No,
2: mm. he got away. Yes. Oh, okay, well then I will pick up the anvil, because I, I can't throw it at him. I can't, I can't <laughs> drop it on him or throw it at him, considering how I mean, him.
1: knowing your old man luck, you just have to pick it up and then slip and toss it, mm. and he will reappear directly where the anvil's gonna land. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just try and give him the old paralyzing punch. Yeah, um. Yeah, do
2: it. Yeah, okay, I'll just try to punch him. Mm. So so Quincy is going to, like... So Quincy is, like, standing there in the middle of the... the as he's, like, bouncing around. And Quincy just closes his eyes. And you seem to take a deep breath.
0: What'd you get? 16? Nah, no, it does not hit. Unfortunately not. Yeah. So he, you take a breath, close your eyes... You can feel vibrations from where he's impacting the walls repeatedly, and just yeah, like a pinball on crack, basically. Okay, Unfortunately, though, so, so can...
2: instead of Inluv actually attacking, but he's just gonna keep standing there. Okay, but you like considered the attack real. No, 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 I would miss. So, so he so he's still standing there. And yeah.
0: Like, oh. oh yeah, so
1: you, I, I would like to imagine it's like you bouncing off the wall, but instead of focusing on the attacks, it, like reminds you of a song, and you're like
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now, Quincy just loses focus for a second. He, like you, you know that thing, when you're like in class and
0: you like start falling asleep and then yeah, pop back. He yeah. does that. He's like he like closes his eyes if he's in focus and kind of like flash <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right. Okay, so now um, some more thralls are going to peel off from the rest of um, where all of the SWAT team is attacking them, and they're going to try and do a last ditch effort to try and assist their master mm-hmm. to basically. So a couple of them are going to go after you, Quincy. Um, but again, you would they're... attack a
2: man who either his eyes closed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Again, they are rolling with disadvantage, so they both come <laughs> swing at you. And My eyes closed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say that you go for it oh. as if asleep, and their fist just passes directly over your head. Yep. And the other one comes at you, but again, he steps on a slick patch of ground and just goes up and just falls back onto a table, mm-hmm. and the whole thing splinters and cracks
3: under his weight. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, yeah, turns out narcolepsy is a decent tactic. <laughs> yeah. in yeah.
1: You know, like, drunken boxing? This is sleepy boxing.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. So serving energy. <laughs> I'm powering up, you guys. Trust me. Okay, and meanwhile, um, yeah, um, another one uh, like this the uh, rickety old man is gonna race forward at inhuman speeds like 50 miles an hour leap off a table and come at you Franklin but you see him coming turn into a ghost and he goes through you and crashes onto a chair <laughs> and it yeah the whole thing is just rendered into a a big splintery pile mm. yeah and two more are going to attack you uh, Adam but I'm one of you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they saw you attacking uh, Monty, yeah, so... Sure. Um, yeah, as for you, yeah, they both uh, biff it as well. Basically, you use your speed and, like, skate out of the way of one of them, then, t- yeah, uh, go past another one. And finally, three of them are going to leap at Tony. God bless their souls. Um, yeah. Leap in the way that only an 80-year-old man
1: can leap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just to say, like basically using more of their speed and just kind of like hitting a ramp surface because they got no upper <laughs> momentum. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna say that um, yeah, Tony, you sort of like uh, just, they literally leap off tables and come flying at you but you just ho- uh, bring your arms up and they just sort of clothesline themselves on your arms, like one of them uh, sort of like, yeah uh, getting it right in the torso as they just <laughs> are completely winded around your massive forearm. One of them just, like, actually
1: manages to get to your body, but he just kind of bounces off.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. He goes face first, and you hear the crunch as his nose impacts your armor, and he falls down to the ground. Honestly, if they were
2: literally any weaker, they would actually be hurting themselves on my armor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, so... What? I have Reflective on my chest plate. Anything, (laughs) any attacks with rank two or lower just bounce off. Ow. Yeah.
3: Um, okay, and then it goes back up to Adam at the top. Okay. So, um, I've got a couple of things I could do. Yeah? I could just keep piling on Montague, or I could delay until after Thelestra's turn so that he gets his turn, and then I can try and puppet him again, and he won't be able to get two saves in a row. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go for that. Mm. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, give it a shot. Okay. So I'm, I'm delaying, mm. um, so I guess I'm just not taking any actions this turn, Okay. Um, and uh, I'll go after Lestra, I think.
0: All right, okay. So after that, then it's going to go to Montague. So... Um, He is going to reappear behind you, Quincy. Okay. And suddenly you hear another crack as his jaw, which he had forced back into place, unhinges itself like a snake, and his fangs grow to at least a foot long each. A foot? Good lord! They're as big as his head! (laughs) A what? He's like a saber-tooth
2: tiger. Really? Pretty much. Really? Like... Yeah. He's gonna go after Quincy. Quincy covered in garlic. Mm. Oh, I'm I'm rife with garlic. <laughs> Just dripping in the sauce. He's been eating it
3: all night in preparation. Yeah. Um... Actually,
2: if you remember. Quincy did have everyone eat a whole bunch of Italian food right before... This is yes.
3: true. Oh, yes. Um, I'm going to
0: say that as he attempts to bite into your neck, Quincy, uh, his entire head distended into something completely inhuman. You, waiting for him, whirl around and grab one of his upper fangs and one of his lower fangs, and you are locked in place, fighting against his inhuman strength as the two of you are wrestling with each other. Okay, And he just, as he's trying to bite down, eyes focus into these razor blades of hate, he just seems to, and then he, and so he just tries to yank backwards, and he just pulls himself out of your grip as his, you, you ain't call it, didn't
1: you? A little. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, uh, do I have a breath mint on <laughs>
0: And then... Quixi says <laughs> <it that> garlic <laughs> spilling out of his pocket. <laughs> um, Oops! <laughs> My garlic! Yeah. Philestra leaps forward, uh, trying to, yeah, impale him with two of her forelegs, but again, he vanishes and reappears uh, behind her. All right. So then it goes to Blackmore.
3: Uh, well... Oh, yeah. no. I, it goes to me. Oh, I yes. Relate. Okay, great. So... Seeing that he is distracted this night uh-huh. is the ideal time. So yep. uh, Adam is once again going to summon the powers of the Dybbuk and attempt uh-huh. to puppet. Go ahead. Uh, well, he has to roll. I don't get I don't to do anything. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. So, yes. We'll save. He rolls to resist. Yeah. We'll save DC 17? Uh, that is yes. Correct. Okay, wow. He makes that. So as if sensing you, he immediately, yeah, just looks directly in your direction, and you can feel the sort of, Thread The invisible, almost ethereal threads that connect the two of you just immediately snap upon coming into contact with him. That's annoying. He's, okay. He sensed you coming. Yes. Okay. And sure. then it goes to Blackmore. All right. Um,
1: so I am just going to... So since he's distracted with uh, dealing with the Dibbuk, mm-hmm. uh I'm basically just going to run up and I'm going to attempt to use Wraith Touch on him. I won't yep. be able to stun him, but it is my most damaging ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, And that is a 19 altogether. That'll hit. Uh, Yeah, you roll me some damage, please. Uh, So that is 8. So that is 15. Okay. So it does this, just out of curiosity, does this kill him?
3: Yes. Okay, so so what happens uh, is... um, Describe
1: this. All right, so what happens is that as he's basically... Blackmore comes up. Rematerializes, uh, turns one of his hand, turns the hand without the ice pick, ethereal, yep. reaches into it, yeah. feels around where the hearts is, and says, Second time's the charm! And then just jams <laughs> it directly into his heart. Okay. I mean, so.
2: that because your ethereal, you actually stabbed through your. Yeah, own I hand. just stabbed my own hand. Yes, exactly. a computer.
0: And yeah, he sort of like instinctively reacts when he hears, <laughs> when he feels you grab his heart, and he, you actually hears bones crack. As he turns his neck around at an impossible angle, and right before he bites into you, you bring the stake down, impale his heart and your hand by association, and he just freezes up, um, just... And, yeah, just locking up, uh, limbs just slowly coming to a standstill. And, yeah, he is just locked into place as he's trying, fighting against the paralysis imposed by the fact that you just staked his heart. Eat shit, you old bastard.
1: Alright, so Blackboard's gonna take a second to catch his breath, and then he is going to, like, push off. Like, he's actually, he didn't take a single hit that at the fight. So, like, once he catches his breath, he's gonna go over and he's gonna start triaging all of the people on the SWAT team, Mm. because I'm assuming a lot of them have gotten just
0: messed up beyond repair. One guy's dead. Yes, one of them is dead. Um, yeah, the remaining SWAT team members, like, a lot of them are, they're basically wiping out the rest of the Thralls, like, just you know, grabbing a bunch of them that are already on the ground. They begin, like, cuffing them with zip ties and stuff. Other men are just, like, they are basically, like, f- being forced to beat some of them into submission while a few of them are just surrendering. Be- oh, I, I surrender! Don't you know who I am? And, yeah. So, basically, if yeah. If any of those are, like,
2: are the ones around Tony Doe, it's like, No. Yeah, (laughs) Whoa. So
0: yeah, basically... Should I bam? uh, Yeah, and one of them... You! Why not? We can make a deal! You seem to be a someone who likes money, don't you? I could get you another eye! Yeah! (laughs) You're missing one! Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, no.
0: Hammer. Hammer. Okay. (laughs) What?! You can have two eyes, like a real person! And then, boom! <laughs> hit him with the hammer. All right,
1: but yeah, I will... So I basically, I go over to one of the injured ones, uh, one of the ones that's not dead, clearly injured, mm. uh, sort thing, and then I'll basically just start radioing for, you know, paramedics and uh, yeah. the paddy yeah. wagon. And, uh, okay. like, you know, a police van, we're gonna have a lot of people to process.
0: Yeah, you look around at the mess that you've created, and you feel like, with the preparations you've made for all of this, and the fact that you did so well, like this could have been much, much worse if you'd been less prepared, mm-hmm. but with everything you've done, like, you definitely made this fight a lot easier than it could have been. Well, right. Yeah. And, oh, and the other thing I do
1: is I take out the dream catcher that I have and yep. I put Montague in the ball. Okay, you press it to him
0: and he is sucked into it.
1: Alright.
0: <sighs> is everyone else alright? Do you, like, put it in your pocket?
1: Well, I, I will hand... I'm assuming we have some sort of person we can hand it off to as, like, okay, don't, like, touch this button Get this to Scotland Yard.
2: Okay, so who are we handing it to? Um, there are a number of uh, SWAT team members. Okay, around. so whoever you hand it to, I, I walk out to them and just, like, where, whatever pocket or bag they put it in, I just start putting garlic in it. Aww. <laughs>
0: uh, just in case, you know, so to be you, safe. So, <sighs> thinking. yeah, so basically the entire, um, yeah, basically like a bunch of packing peanuts, you surround this thing with garlic. Yes. All right. Nice. And, yeah, with that, you guys begin cleaning up the mess. Like, there is blood everywhere, whether from the thralls or from the SWAT team members, but yeah, basically... That's that security deposit done. (laughs) uh Uh-huh, and yeah, and then you look over, and there you see, like, the musicians that were performing, they've been huddling in the corner, paralyzed with fear this entire time, trembling as they're, like, uh, clutching each other, basically. Alright, I will get on the radio again,
1: uh, basically, like, Uh, append the previous bulletin I made of like, oh, and there are three
3: people that are clearly in shock. Mm. Three (laughs) civilians. Alright,
0: so as you're doing this, um, James Hightower comes into the room, just looking around and, well, I see that uh, things unfortunately got a bit bloody in here, but good work, all of you.
1: (sighs) Thanks. Shame about, uh... Alright, I'll point towards the,
0: uh... The fellow with the broken neck. Yes. Oh, Richards, yes, that's unfortunate. We'll have to, uh, inform the family, get all that sorted out. Hmm. This isn't an easy job by any means. I'm gonna go get, like, a sheet we can put over him. Very respectful, okay. Yes. Um, alright, so...
2: You, you rip it, a, a tablecloth off just send it <laughs> a million dollar china, just... Oh <laughs> yeah, no! Yeah. Quincy coincide in some way... Uh, like, coincidentally, like, or, you know, it's the presents table. It just goes to the presents table, just, like, yanks it off, not even paying attention, and then just, like, puts, like, covers Um, the body with it, just sending however much more
0: worth I'm gonna say, yeah, like, you just go over just, you know, a sad expression on your face, stand next to the tablecloth. Then with a yank, the tablecloth is in your hands, but, like, yeah, the presents just cascade down to the floor. And there is a sound of a whole bunch of very fragile and very expensive things shattering. Like, the case of Fabergé eggs, and they all just smash on the floor. I like to imagine for a second, it's like, I did the I did the waiter thing, yeah, and then just, like, the thing at the very top
2: of the stack, like, falls off. And then yeah. creates, like, a, a... A cascade. A Rube Goldberg yes,
3: yes.
0: level that of, is, like, waterfall. Just that everything. is exactly what happens. Avalanche crushes everything. And yeah, things just begin spilling out, and one package actually knocked loose by this whole thing. Well, there's just one, kind there's of... one thing under the table. Yeah, it? the yes. sword's under the table. Yes, that's right. So
1: yeah, uh, once that's taken care of, I will go over to the thing, mm-hmm. I will pull the box out from under the table, and I will <sighs>
0: open it up, just to get a good, because I never got a good look um, at it. It is rusted over with age. Like, this thing is positively ancient, but looking at it, it yeah, it is a scimitar, definitely, and you can see, like, this dull old rock in the pommel that you think might be the ruby that was talked about, hmm. and if you squint, maybe you can see some runes in etched in the blade, but they're just kind of, like, caked over with rust and stuff like that. Do they have any, like, distinct, like, is it obviously a certain
1: language? Um, would I recognize this language is probably a better question. You would not recognize the language. Uh,
3: I can comprehend all languages. Oh, okay. Lavender,
1: you think you can provide a translation for this? What language it's in?
0: I'll take a look. Okay, um, it reads as follows, um, with fire as my blood and the sun as my guide, I shall rend the flesh of my enemies and bring glory to all those who stand behind me, Hmm. for I am the other half of Mekin Aldana, woe be to those who would dare face me on the field of battle. Huh. What
1: What language is that in? I'm assuming probably... Sumerian? No, it would, he said specifically that it happened during Herodian? the First Crusade, so it yes. would probably
3: be something like Aramaic. Yeah, Aramaic. It is an Aramaic, yes. Great. I, yeah, could I do, like, an an eerie check or something to see if <laughs> I recognize that name, especially since I have a... G. Uh,
1: Blackmore will tell you, well, this is definitely his.
3: <laughs> yeah, eerie. Oh, Oh,
1: um, we had a stolen property report from an freak that we had uh, run into uh, in the past. That's his name. I see. <laughs> well...
3: That's quite an oath. Mm.
1: Well, this is his property. We'll be returning it to him once we've managed to get all this mess sorted out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I will take the, uh, thing. I will probably go over to somewhere that has, like, a sticker for evidence, and I will slap it on the box.
3: Mm.
0: Mm. Um, I'm gonna say that if you guys want, you can also roll an investigation check. Sure. Sure. Mm. Just to look around. Sure, yeah. Uh,
3: 18.
0: Okay. Um... Quincy's not gonna make a perception check. Not paying attention. (laughs) Fourteen altogether. All right, I'm gonna say that Adam, uh, you just your eye falls upon the like shredded clothing that, like you know, basically the clothes that Montague was wearing that had been shredded by the file that Mm -hmm. uh, Tony was using, and you just kind of absently just take a look at those, just wondering if his
3: clothes don't go in the ball. Is
0: he naked inside the Pokeball? No. Like when Quincy, no. When, the, when his clothes when, got ripped by yeah. When Tony totally oh, used see.
1: his file I and, see. like...
0: It didn't just, like,
1: pull him out naked.
0: He's no.
2: got
1: pants on in the ball. Yes. Okay. Thank God he still has pants.
0: So you just absently take a look at those, just seeing if there's anything of interest. And mm-hmm. you actually see, like, a couple of things, like, almost like medals or something like that. Like, war medals or something similar. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we Are going to find this guy with a Nazi? Um... But... No, he... Well... Depends if he fell in line with the Nazis during World War II. Like, you see a bunch of accessories and stuff, but there's one that catches your eye that you think, mm, yeah, it, think
3: looks it looks
0: much looks more, more modern. You pick it up, it is like a pin. The sort of thing that you can simply put on a set of clothing, but it is a classic yellow smiley face. Oh, uh, no! it means <laughs> nothing to me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like... What? <laughs>
2: throws
1: it away. <laughs> yeah. So when you, so Blackmore will come over and be like, "You find anything?" Uh, you know, just
3: a whole bunch of military medals. No idea if they're real.
1: This is kind of weird. And so when you see that, you notice that Blackmore's like focus. Like originally, he was kind of lackadaisical about this, but then all of a sudden, his face is like, and he like he basically you grabs might say, it out of you your might hand. You
2: might say he sobers.
1: Yeah, sobers up effectively. Yeah, like he grabs this out of your hand and, he, and like. You get He gets this expression on his face, like this almost mad smile. He's like, I've got you now, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and uh,
0: with that, he will take off for the station. <laughs> okay, so you, uh, yeah, just walk, march past uh, Hightower, who watches you going. <laughs> Um. Alright, well... Uh, do I. This, this Tony is also confused.
2: Yeah. Uh, Quincy walks over to uh, Adam and uh, Tony puts his hand <laughs> on their shoulders. Mm. One shoulder being much higher than the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It comes up to like his upper arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a sensitive uh, topic for Blackmore. and involves. And uh, I make sure Blackmore's out of sight the death of his wife.
1: Wait, how did you know that? D- I, did you bring that up? No, I haven't. Oh, you've never brought it up. No, I haven't. Uh, you know that it's an old case that Blackmore is like very gung-ho about sorry, it. Sorry, I, know I don't remember what... I w- that
0: felt like we talked about the smiley-face killer so much you must have said something. Mm-hmm. No, because... Okay, sorry. Retract that. Okay, I'm gonna say that Hightower sees you holding the badge and he yeah. just... One of the prime suspects. Um, you remember the smiley-face killer we've discussed. Hmm. Uh, yes, Let's sir. just... I will leave it to Blackmore to say more, but he holds a personal stake in this case. Mm. Well, all right then. Yes. Well, um, we shall put that into evidence. This is interesting. And in addition, I wanted to ask, uh, one of the folks that we brought down was a fellow named Thomas Wilkes, um, Genevieve Helms' bodyguard. Do you mind explaining what was that was all about?
2: Um, I believe it was a honest mistake. Tony, please explain. <laughs> I was under the impression he was either a thrall or a vampire. Yes. So I dropped an anvil on him. Tony points to the anvil that's still crushing, uh, what's this name? <laughs> Leopold.
1: Leopold. There are two SWAT officers that are, like, trying to get it off of Like, Jesus
2: Christ, oh, this uh, was he... a ton.
0: Yeah, so you go over and... He unsummons his anvil. Okay, uh, and, yeah, Leopold just... <gasps> yeah, basically draws breath in one of them. Oh, f- out, out. we need a me- <laughs> medic! We need a medic over here on a stretcher, so... Oh, uh, they're holding his body together. <laughs> <laughs> put it back on! Put it back on! Bump. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, Hightower, I see an honest mistake to be sure. Um, I also heard that he was under the influence of some kind of mind control.
2: Yes, that was what uh, what he said. He had uh, some sort of magical effect around his neck.
1: I mean, Hightower, like, listened in on all of the communiques, so...
0: Right. Um. Yes, well, given everything you spoke to him about... I understand that this could be an. This is an honest mistake. Uh, this will have to be reviewed by. Well, I imagine we'll need to take a number of things into consideration. The board hasn't had a chance to properly meet with you since um, your first meeting, so to speak. So they will be reviewing a number of things soon, I believe. But nevertheless, given the work that you've done both with the Gasha Dokuro and now with this, the vampire, I'd say this is two out of the five so far. So I believe the rest, hopefully, will be able to be taken care of in short order. Question. Yes. Who are the five? Uh, well, we do have to get you up to speed. Hightower
1: um, fills in Tony about um, the five conspirators. You, had, you headed back to the station, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, we don't need to go over this information unless...
0: Hey. Eh, if, how long
1: has it been? Yeah, maybe, maybe repeat it for the...
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been a lot less time for the I list, guess. But, okay, you know.
0: so Hightower quickly uh, fills you in as the rest of you, like, you know, begin also looking around, just taking care of a couple things here and there. But, yeah, essentially, uh, Tony um, and Adam, both of you are fully brought up to speed with the details of the case. And um, the existence of the five uh, individuals who are serving under their master, whoever that might be. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And, yeah, so, Tony, you are fully caught up. All right. We are looking for conspirators. Mm-hmm. Now, then, a number of things will be need- we will need to take care of them tomorrow, get Montague his own holding cell in the fourth-floor basement, and review a number of things. But uh, I dare say that all of you have done fine work tonight. Mm-hmm. And, Tony, good first day on the job. Thank you, sir. Mm. Now, I also wanted to check... In regards to lodgings for yourself, um, we have provided you the option for an apartment in London, if you wish, or, similar to the Lester, lodgings in the basement of Scotland Yard itself. Um, which would you prefer?
2: I-, I believe the plan was to commute from my home in Midtown.
0: Yes, that is the third option that we discussed, and that would be completely agreeable as well. So, with that, um... I believe that we'll be able to take care of everything here. Just, uh... Yes, all of you go home and get a good night's rest. I dare say you've earned it.
2: Uh, okay. Well, with that, uh, Chris says, Uh, well, if you need anything, just ask. And he... Reaches his hands into his pocket and pulls them inside out. Yeah, and they're just like tight, a big pile on either side of him of garlic. There is a cascade of garlic. And he begins to walk out now completely unburdened. Uh-huh.
1: Aha! <laughs> I am free of
3: my sins. You are now three pounds lighter. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Adam's gonna say thank you, sir. Mm. Walk out. Yeah. He needs to decompress. Yeah.
0: Um. With everything that you just saw, you realize that every because you have a pact with a vampire as well. Everything that Montague could do, you can do. Yes, in theory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And while we do this, um, as for you, uh, Franklin... So you said you were heading back to the station? Yes. Okay. Um,
1: so basically, I attempt to get a ride back with the guy that I gave the, uh, the myth ball to. Uh-huh. Uh, when I get to the station, yep. I'm going to take the um, pin. Uh-huh. I'm going to put it in the uh, little board that is, um, like, basically the evidence board that we have for the smiley face killer. Uh-huh. The current cases that we have for it. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to wake the, the dwarves the hell up. huh And tell them, we need a vampire-proof cell ASAP. Is it... That-
2: Okay, so well, yep. don't we already have that? That we you, we Tony,
1: have a con- we have like an interrogation room, but mm-hmm. I don't think like the reason why I think that worked was because Sophie was cooperative. Yeah. I want a cell that can contain an aggressive vampire. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna if say you that- ask
2: Tony will go down and upgrade your light bulbs to ten <laughs> <dead> daylight.
1: <laughs> no, we've discussed this. It has to be like oh wait, you can actually make sunlight bulbs.
0: Shit. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say that sunlight bulbs will evaporate him in a matter of minutes. Ah, yes. Yeah. Well, well, that's <laughs>
1: why you put them in the hall outside his room. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, um... Really, th- I'd imagine the easiest way to do that is we just dig a long channel from the River Thames and then drill it around a room uh-huh. so that it's a flowing water channel all around the room and thus <laughs> he cannot cross it.
0: Mm, interesting. <laughs> So, um, you... Ha- the, the river is actually too polluted
2: to be considered a natural threat. Uh, <laughs> <damn> it. <laughs>
0: it's man-made, yes. So, um, you... Instead of the dwarves that are down below, they take... They, like the dwarves who you commissioned to do the work are from Mythtown. Oh, so, I see. So
1: they're not the, the prisoners we have. So okay. yeah,
0: you get on the phone and you talk to the dwarves in Myth Town and, oh, well, you got yourself a vampire. You'll need a
3: real specialized cell for that.
0: Yes, and we need it as quickly as possible. Right. You know if uh, this vampire believed in anything uh, particularly religiously before he was done? Capitalism. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that darkest vice. We can just
1: put up a bunch of, like, Medicare for all pamphlets in front of his cell. It would repel him. <laughs> Yeah. Um
3: Socialized
1: medicine. I wait, we have so if Montague's current relatives exist, uh huh. I go onto their Wikipedia articles right. and I start backtracing <laughs> to Francis Montague. Uh-huh. And I figure out like, okay, and I make some assumptions like I'm assuming name of Montague uh-huh. probably French. Most likely
0: Roman Catholic to a certain extent? Um, yeah, you take a look and you actually find a Wikipedia page
1: on Francis Montague. Yeah, that, um, that of course has like a date of death that we know is now woefully incorrect. Yes, exactly.
0: Oh. Um, let's you make see. a correction? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not actually dead? <laughs> Suspected of being a vampire Da 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 God,
1: Wikipedia edits in this world must be insane yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just
0: people getting into things
1: Where it's like someone arguing based on a myth yeah. And then like an actual Cyclops being like No you idiots this is how it actually yeah.
0: happened So yeah basically Suspected of being a vampire Peasants basically came outside his home With torches and pitchforks and stuff Apparently escaped into the
3: night Was presumed to be dead and yada 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 Five years later someone claiming to be his son Shows up who looks exactly like, like him, him. Uh-huh,
0: but um you see that um during the time that he was alive, um he famously decried uh, the church and stuff like that like he was no like he notably notably said he was not a religious man by any stretch. Mm. you're thinking might hey, explain why people were so gung-ho about killing him? Well, yeah, and oh my God, you think is this the long-fated nihilism vampire? Dear God, the long, dark night of the soul mm-hmm.
1: What do we just. So, wait, doesn't that just mean that he's, like, weak to bullets? Because that's just. <laughs> 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 yeah, the atheist vampire, weak to bullets.
0: <laughs> bullets. Ah! Because
2: the damn,
0: the why didn't we shoot him? We had the chance! <laughs> and as you ponder this development, which could have made your lives so much easier, um, I think we're going to wrap it up for tonight's session. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for joining us for that vampire fight, dear listeners. Um, yeah, I dare say that things definitely went a little bit easier than expected thanks to our agent's preparations, but who knows how future fights are going to unfold. So hopefully uh, things will continue to go well for them, but until next time, we will see you soon. Hey. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey,
2: everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listen2these listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast.